Welcome, dear friends, to Kardec Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with more immortal messages. Immortal Messages is the program based on the book Psychophonic Instructions. And this book has messages to prepare you and I, all of us, to better immortality. We have been living for many lives, reincarnating and discovering, learning new things. Today, the presence of Camilo Rodriguez Chavez is going to illuminate us. He is visiting the Spiritist Group May May on the night of April 14th, 1955. And he delights everybody with his comforting visit. Do you know who Camilo Chavez is? It's very important to know, it's not by chance. Camilo Chavez was born in the state of Minas Gerais in 1884. There was a moment in which his Catholic family thought he would be best by turning his effort to the church. So he traveled to Rome and started studying at the University of the Vatican. He actually got his degree, doctor in theology, doctor in philosophy, in sciences, math, many things. He knew several languages, including the ancient Greek, including Latin and ancient Greek. But one day he decided that it wasn't for him. He went back to Brazil and once there, he met his wife and got married, and he had three children. Later, he became a politician, a good politician, to the point that he became a senator. Yes, representing, of course, the state of Minas Gerais as a, as a politician and later in the, in the matters of the national issues in Brazil. But then he got to know of spiritism. Once he got to know of spiritism, he started dedicating his life to it. He did so many things, it's hard to summarize it here for you. But at some point, he gives up on politics to dedicate his life to education in the sense of opening the first Spiritist College. In Spiritist College, he thought as a dream to create the Spiritist University of the state of Minas Gerais. How beautiful is that? He had several roles in the Spiritist movement, including as the president of the state of Minas Gerais, the Federation, and he helped so many. He helped the poor. He was the real deal. Mm -hmm. But one day, in 1955, January, he discarnated all of a sudden from a heart attack. What happened thereafter? How was his condition in the afterlife? Arnaldo Rocha, as the director, the director of the mediumistic meeting, he says the following, 
His discarnation was actually February 3rd. He says, it was the first time we had the opportunity to watch a newly discarnated companion communicate on the material plane with such balance and security. Dr. Camillo, a valiant worker of spiritism, passed away as the president of the Minas Gerais Spiritist Union. And through Chico Xavier, he delivers a comforting message, one that is truly food for thought. Are you ready, friends? We, you and I, are here today incarnated. But when God calls, we won't be here. Are you ready for this transition? We need to talk about it. And we're talking about it here with Camilo. Camilo Chaves. Dr. Camilo Chaves. He begins by saying, brothers and sisters, companions, the companion that is temporarily away from the school comes to visit you, to thank you for the encouraging and friendly vibrations. Death was benign and quick to me, yet mental discarnation properly considered continues for my spirit because the individual does not suddenly break away from the customary habits that mark their lives, duties, affections, Projects formed for the future are ties to the thought. Yet, I have the blessing of faith with me, presiding over my gradual liberation. For the moment, I feel in the position of the insecure, convalescent patient, hoping to recover. However, I already know enough to tell you that on this other side of life, survival is as we envision on earth, but not all situations unfold here as we imagine. The experience continues without leaps. The individual goes on without improvising any change. Matter becomes more rarefied and somehow modified. But sustaining it, sustaining its own characteristics and the tomb is merely a transposition of the plane in which our consciousness finds itself without any fantasy. So now I understand more clearly the role of spiritism as the World Institute of Soul Renewing Education, with which we must engage interest and energy. It is not worth taking the doctrine in our service when it is our obligation to live in its service. To enslave it to the particular advantages, the whims and passions of earthly struggle, is to add more commitments and debts 
postponing our own redemption. Without the physical capsule, our introspection in the truth is ever deeper and truer. This is why we are deeply hurt by mistakes of omission. Because we are all, we all bring here the concern that we had not done for the good all that we could have done during our stay in the body. Let us not elude ourselves. Exercising common charity, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, is our simple duty in our new notions of solidarity and justice. Let us not forget that the real charity will always be the enlightenment of the human spirit, so that the human spirit knows itself and helps itself. May God allow you to see farther than us, the companions who preceded you on the great journey, in view of the primordial service that challenges us. Without the assimilation of our principles in an intensive manner, using conscience and heart, reasoning and feeling, discernment will die. Without discernment, we will escape responsibility. Without responsibility, we will not have moral elevation. And without moral elevation, the spiritist phenomenon, despite its legitimacy, will stagnate in primitivism. Let us look for Jesus, caring, associating ourselves to him, so that our brothers and sisters in evolution and regeneration will find Jesus within ourselves. My friends, this is for now our biggest task. Camilo Rodriguez Chavez. He talks about death. He talks about the transition. He talks about the choices we make in our everyday life, the use of our time, of our resources. He talks about all of it. And the question to us is, what are the mechanisms of death that we need to understand to adjust ourselves during this school time in our reincarnation? So he says, death of the physical body is one thing, mental discarnation is another. What does he mean? Let's go to the book, Heaven and Hell by Ellen Kardec. And in that book, we're going to find Chapter one, part two, it's about the passage. And Alan Kardec discloses to us that when the body can no longer sustain the life of the spirit, the spirit can no longer live connected to it. So death is not about the spirit running away, being expelled, being sucked somewhere else, no. It's when the physical body does not allow the connection any longer. In Dr. Camillus Chavez, it happened all of a sudden like a heart attack. It was his time like for Kardec, 
for Dr. Marlene Aubrey and others. It's how it is. He is doing well. Three months later, actually two, because he died February 3rd, April 14th, in less than two months, he's allowed to come and communicate to the group and have good balance and discernment, very much lucidity, which is not common. And he comes to teach us much. He says, even though I'm here communicating with you, I'm still discarnating. What does that mean? I'm still connected. And he says to what? And you think it's only to objects? No, he says, duties. He was a dutiful man. He had this, his daily routine and the tasks, the social duties. He's still connected to them. Second, affections. He still has his affections, the, the heart connections. He didn't expect he's still learning to detach. And projects that he had for the future. As I mentioned to you, one of the things he wanted to do was a Spiritist University in the state of Minas Gerais. A dream that we do too have, right? I have that dream too. Hopefully, the future generations will be able to help them out, to build it up. Who knows? But he says here, future projects, and these are ties to the thought. All right. This is exercise number one for you and I. What are the ties of thought that we have nowadays that would not allow us to discarnate easily? What do you think? We need to meditate, right? Yes. Things that for the lay person, somewhere out there, so natural. But for you and I, who know more, we have no excuse. Oh, but my family, I love them. But you need to love without attachment. Because they are children of God first. Two, our roles and commitments. Am I defined by what I do? I shouldn't. And the projects of the future. When life surprises us with the unexpected, will we be ready? Joana de Angeli says in the book, Happy Life, we need to think about death every day. And at Cardiac Radio, we need to talk about it every day too. Not because we're looking forward to it, though it's not a bad thing, but we need to think about the time we are here in the School of Life and what are we still to fulfill before we go back. And it's everything to do with the inner, the external, Rarely has everything to do with it. He says he had this gradual liberation 
but he's still adapting. Remember, when people discarnate, it's a readaptation. Though we've been there, done that, it's readaptation. We were here, now everything changes, matter is rarefied, everything's different. And he says more. Here, the things that we thought about, they exist, but not everything is as we imagine. What is he talking about? He says there are no sudden changes. We don't discarnate and suddenly we feel better. We were sad and then we feel happy. That doesn't exist. No reports by any medium says somebody was depressed, they died, and now they're happy. All of a sudden, no. So for those who have suicidal thoughts, watch out. Because life's not going to change if we simply run away from life. Watch the program memoirs of a suicide that we've done at Kardec Radio at the beginning of this year. You can go to Facebook playlist. You can go to SoundCloud playlist. You can go to, um, to our YouTube channel at Kardec Radio and go through the very list that I'm mentioning to you. And thus find out the beauty, the beauty of this teaching showing to us that if you have a heavy heart, heavy pains, find help. First, by praying to God. Second, by crying out for help. But don't forget to pray. You hear the ambulance? It's because it's something we can't forget. We have to keep in mind, prayer to God comes first. And then we, you see the ambulance? Yes, the firefighters passing by, the noise reminding us. When we're thinking of quitting life, we need to run for help. It's an emergency. This past Sunday, we had a program at Cardiac Radio with friends that talked about suicide. Life is Worth was the name of the program, beautiful program. And we need to invest on it. Then he said something to us and we can forget. Now I understand more clearly the role of spiritism. And Camilo Chaves was so influential in Brazil. He had connections even with the Pope. Yes, when he lived in Italy, he had connections with the Pope, Pope Ten at the time. And yet he found spiritism revealed to him everything that he needed to know. And he says, now I understand more clearly the role of spiritism. And he says, what is it? To educate our soul, renewing ourselves. He calls spiritism as the World Institute of Soul Renewing Education. Wow. And you and I, are we taking it for granted by any chance? Because if we are, he's saying, it's not worth it. Worth 
taking the doctrine in our service when it's our obligation to live in its service. Are we just absorbing it or are we already sharing it? Are we sharing it or are we keeping it only to ourselves? To enslave spiritism to our personal advantages means to add more commitments and debts, postponing our evolution. So he says in the afterlife, everything is true or there is no fantasy. And he says, what do I regret the most? Now, prepare for this. This is the best part of it all, he says. We are deeply hurt after death by mistakes of omission. Wow. Because we all bring here the concern that we have not done for the good all that we have done during the stay in the body. If you discarnate today and I discarnate today, the, how much laundry you've done at home is not going to count. How many jobs you had, it's not going to count. How many titles you have, not going to count. How many social, how much, you know, social influence you have, it's not going to count. It's going to count. What we've done with ourselves and our responsibility with others. And what we haven't done hurts as much as the things that we have done wrong. This matches so much Kardec's explanation in the last chapter of the third part of the Spirit's book about moral perfection. When he talks about the mistake of omission. Camilo Chaves is saying, when you know something is right and you don't step forward, to speak up. When you know something wrong and you don't do anything to prevent its escalation, we're going to regret it. It's when somebody calls you and says, did you know that that person divorced? No, I didn't. Oh, they said that that person divorced case, they cheated on that person, on their spouse. Oh, yeah. And then we think that we're just playing a game, gossiping. But you know the person. You know that that person is reliable, is truthful. And you don't say anything. Because it's your friend, right? You don't want to hurt your friend by saying, no, I I'm going to defend this person. The mistake of omission. At work. I remember once, many times, but I'll tell you just one, without names. Working at a university in the lab. And I remember there was this new postdoctoral fellow in the lab. And he forgot a few things 
that broke the machine that we cut brains because we are studying the brain neuroscience. And then this other fellow came along talking to me and saying, oh, I can't believe it. He's so uncaring. He's so lousy. He's so messy. And I knew the guy. The guy wasn't those things. And I had the choice to see nothing or to put a word for him. He didn't pay me for it. He didn't even know. But he said, you know, what if I were him? Would I like somebody talk to me about like that about me? No. I said, you know, I, I think mistakes happen. I don't think he meant it. I think it just happens because I've seen he's really caring and careful. But you know, these things happen. Machines break when we least expect. Let's give the guy a break. Come on. He's a good guy. Period. And you may think, Vanessa, you're bragging about yourself. No, I'm telling you a story that I know. I had that inner conflict at first, I confess, because the person who was saying bad things wasn't easy. She was an easy person. I said, oh my gosh, what if I say something and she's going to be mad at me? But that's my ego, right? Yeah, I said, you know, but what if I am the guy? Would I like somebody to speak like that about me and have nobody who knows me defend me? So then I quickly shifted. So are we making mistakes of omission. And this is our exercise for the next 24 hours. This is the highlight of Camilo Chavez's comforting message, comforting visit, our mistakes of omission. We know good works that are happening and we pretend we're not seeing. Or we're seeing mistakes and we don't say anything. Are you for the truth? And Jesus came for the truth. Yes. He's the truth, right? The way and the life. And that's why he finishes this message saying that we should affiliate ourselves with Jesus more closely to attune ourselves with his mandate. In the next 24 hours, you and I are being invited to revisit our mistakes of omission and see what we can do. In our daily lives, sometimes it's a family member. Sometimes it's about colleagues at work, neighbors, etc. Mistakes of emotion or series of omission. Sorry, mistakes of omission. Yeah, they rely on emotions for sure. The ego fear of not being approved and accepted, etc. But if we make mistakes of omission, we will. Pay a high price. That's what he says here. Let us not elude ourselves. Exercising charity is important, but to illuminate ourselves is much more. And he says, at the very end, without the true assimilation of the principles, we will not have true conscience. He says, without discernment, no responsibility. Without responsibility, 
no more elevation. Without more elevation, we cannot help the spiritist movement, he says. So he's inviting you and I to this deep inner search on our mistakes of omission. While we're still reincarnated, let's fix them up and be courageous as Jesus recommended to Bartholomew. According to reports by Umberto de Campos in the book Good News, chapter 8, courage, the courage to fix our mistakes. Well, to wrap up in a good note, knowing that we are going to make this happen, I'm going to play a beautiful song just at the, as a melody for us so we can pray together. Pray, but not only for us, that we have the courage to step forward when needed, but that we also feel compassion for those who make such mistakes and those who are in greater need than ourselves. In the joy of this melody, we raise our thoughts to you, Master Jesus, for the mercy in bringing Camilo Chavez to warn us for a better preparation in life. We thank you for your loving kindness. for the loving embrace of the higher spirits unto all of us. We kindly ask you to help us boost the courage that we have inside of us, to see life without fantasy, to rid ourselves of illusions, of attachments, and most of all, that we are capable and uh, responsible to revisit our mistakes of omission and correct them sooner than later. For we know that life is educating us and we won't escape the needed corrections and adjustments for our own evolution. So we rejoice in love and light with you. Today, praying that people who are suffering in hospitals, prisons, nursing homes, shelters, the streets, refugee camps, receive healing baskets, 
with joy, courage, consolation, and hope so they can begin anew and know that everything is just a phase and a helping hand is just near them. We think of them, we pray for them, we feel them, and we want to collaborate. Thank you, God. Thank you, Master Jesus. Thank you, Chico Chavez, for bringing the message of Camilo Rodriguez Chavez. And so be it. What a joy for us to receive his comforting visit allowing us to learn about mistakes of omission and many other things. We wish you lots of blessings. We wish you a beautiful day and beautiful discoveries, empowering yourself wherever you are, so we can all continue our evolutionary march towards the light. Because here at Carta Credo, we're always nourishing our souls. Thank you, friends.